0: My goal is to teach you to connect portions of God's Word with the songs you're singing along with on the radio, to help you meditate on truths that will transform your way of thinking and ultimately your life. I'm not sure if this has ever happened to any of you, but I overcommitted and underplanned this week. If I'm keeping it real, I was super grouchy with my husband and kids this morning because I was trying to process how I was going to do four loads of laundry, pack for our week-long summer vacation, write, record, and produce my podcast, pack the car, read my Bible, all before collapsing into bed. And when my husband pressed a little, I admitted I was just stressed out. I just couldn't see how I was going to get it all done. So being the brilliant problem solver that he is, he came up with the idea of replaying my most downloaded podcast. And it happens to be episode 20, where I use Greater by Mercy Me to direct us back to God's Word, which is great, because as soon as I thought of that song, I thought of the lyrics that say, there'll be days I lose the battle. Grace says that it doesn't matter because the cross already won the war. So I'm gonna rest in that. And if you've been a longtime listener, I think it'll be beneficial to hear it again. It's been almost a year since it first came out. If you're a new listener, here is the most downloaded episode of More Than a Song, and I'll catch you on the other side with a few comments. Have you ever had a time when a message was repeated in such a way that you just knew it was from God? I sing on our worship team at church, and there are days when I ask the leader if he and the pastor got together before that Sunday to compare notes so that we could sing just the right song that would go along with the sermon. And I love it when he says... Sometimes he'll just say, no, we haven't spoken about it. I I picked these songs weeks ago. And you realize that God has gone before us and he knew exactly what we were going to sing and he knew exactly what the pastor was going to preach on. And he coordinated that the spirit of the Lord went before us. Or I think of my boss at school. Um, God gave her a metaphor over 20 years ago that she's been using to teach about God's protection and authority. And then I go and I attend this parenting seminar and heard the speaker use the exact same metaphor. And he tells of the time when God gave him that metaphor to use with his children. They didn't know each other then. They didn't like read the same book and, and then start teaching that, other than the Bible, of course. They just served the same God. And I love moments like that because it reveals a unity in the spirit that can only be from Him. And I think of that unity when I hear this song, Greater, by Mercy Me. I'll explain further in a moment, but first, let's listen. Tired and bring your shame, bring your guilt and bring your pain. Don't you know that's not your name? You will always be much more to me. Bring your tired, shame, guilt, and pain. It reminds me so much of the heart of the message in Hello, My Name Is by Matthew West. And if you haven't listened to episode 13, that's where we unpack that song. But just this idea of unity in the spirit. I mean, what is God trying to say to us through these various artists? I don't think it's a coincidence that a lot of these songs, they're coming from the same Spirit, the Holy Spirit living within these artists. And I'm sure some of them know each other, but I'm sure some of them don't. And that the Spirit of the Lord is revealing these lyrics to them, and they're tucking them away in these songs and teaching us these things through these lyrics. And again, just that unity of the Spirit. But what is God trying to say? Well, I think that he's trying to say is that he can see us. He can see that we are listening to the enemy of our souls. And scripture calls Satan the accuser. And he must be following a pretty successful script because he keeps God's children from understanding who God is by keeping them from his word. And then the accuser can convince God's children that they are not who God says they are. And then ultimately he renders us helpless and useless in building up and spreading God's kingdom. He's using a script that he's used over and over and over since the beginning of time. And every day I with the voices that keep telling me I'm not right. But that's all- First John five nineteen says, we know that we are children of God and that the whole world is under the control of the evil one. Now, here's the situation that we're in. Believers in Christ are children of God, period. The world all around us is under the control of the evil one. Scripture just told us that. The evil one does not sit idly by. He lies and he accuses. And unfortunately, he uses other people to do it for him. We are at war. I'm not sure if you get this, but the prince of this world is Satan. But we, I mean, of course, and and of course, I was just mentioned, he, he uses other people. He lies. He accuses. He's active. But we also are born with a sin nature. It's a propensity to sin. And it doesn't take much for the enemy to use our own nature to hurt and accuse and abuse those around us. Now, when we accept Christ as our Savior, He makes us new, and His Spirit comes to live within us, and our spirit is immediately sealed for salvation because of God's Spirit. Unfortunately, that doesn't mean that we don't have to take off the old nature and put on the new. We've talked about that in previous episodes. In verses, in scripture, talk about how we have to take off the old nature and put on the new. We have to plant ourselves by streams of living water to bear the fruit that God intends for our lives. We talked about that just last week in episode 19. And we do this through the love of God's word. Now that's us. But what about those around us who are not sealed? Now, I've known people close to me that have mental disorders. And what amazes me is that the people who expect them to act sane and logical, and they get really frustrated when they don't act sane and logical, And, and they really can't because they're not sane and logical. And, uh, We do the same thing, however, to those around us who are in bondage to sin. We keep expecting non-Christians and people who have not given their lives over to Christ and not received His Spirit and been sealed for salvation. We keep expecting them to act redeemed when they're not. Now, either way, a redeemed person still struggling to shed the old nature or a sinner yet redeemed, may God's grace change their hearts. But they don't have the right to name you. You hear me? God has already done this, my friend. And the one living inside of you is greater than he who is in the world. verse that comes to my mind every time I hear this song is our memory verse for this week. And it comes from 1 John 4, 4. It says, The one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Now, I encourage you to watch the story behind the song. I'm going to link to it in this week's show notes. But the lead singer of Mercy Me, Bart, he shares this really poignant story about his son and about how um, there were those who um, he has a stuttering problem, and then there are those who will make fun of him and are not kind to him, And but just how the truth of God's word through this song has impacted him, and that he, can, he goes around the house singing the lyrics to this song and realizing the truth of what his dad's trying to teach him that the one that's in him is greater than he that is in the world and that the enemy is using other people to try to hurt him um, just to have grace for those around him but you know what was so neat is that he said that if the only person that this song ministers to is his son it would have been worth all of it and I completely agree. But luckily, we do have the benefit of this song as well, because he's released it to the world. And I mentioned it earlier that we are at war. And I want to look a little bit deeper at what I mean by that. Now, as followers of Christ, we are redeemed. To redeem, you gain or regain possession of something in exchange for payment. So God created us, and we were his possession. Now, through sin, the original sin, Adam and Eve, that relationship was broken, and the human race was left to their sin nature, and Satan was allowed to reign over the world. Now, through Christ, God redeemed us. He is regaining possession of us in exchange for payment. He redeemed us from the evil one through the payment of his own son's life on the cross. And First Corinthians 6, 19 goes so far as to say, we are not our own. And that we were bought with a price. Now, this does not mean that we will not struggle with sin. Listen to Paul in Romans chapter 7. I find this law at work. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being, I delight in God's law. But I see another law at work within me, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within me. Waging war. war. I've introduced this idea earlier and in other episodes that upon placing our faith in Christ, He is in us. His Spirit is in us. And last week we even talked about that when you come to Jesus to quench your spiritual thirst. You not only get a sip or a drink, you get the whole fountain. And then waters of life will then flow from within you. It's really mind-boggling. I hope you had time to ponder that um, kind of breakthrough idea last week. In 1 Corinthians, Paul teaches us that with the Holy Spirit dwelling in us, our bodies become literally the temple of God. Now, I mentioned earlier that the Holy Spirit seals us. And this comes from Ephesians chapter 1, where it says, When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance. This song and this week's memory verse will mean nothing to you if you don't understand and believe that God literally lives inside you when you become a Christian. This should change not only our outlook, but how we actually live. That's a whole lot of power living inside of us. And Romans says that the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. What? That's, that's crazy if you really stop and think about the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. Greater is in is he who is in you than he that is in the world. We, we, we need to stop living such defeated powerless lives because the truth is that he is greater and he's living in you. He's greater than your trials. He's greater than your own propensity to sin. He was greater than death. And for heaven's sakes, he is definitely greater than he who is in the world. Now, before we wrap up, I want to go back to where I started today, back to that idea of unity in the spirit. And I've already used songs to help us jump into scripture that all speak to some of the same topics addressed in this song. This song gives us a list of negative things and, and then declares, don't you know that's not your name? And just like Matthew West's song, that reminds us that our name is child of the one true king. And again, that was in episode 13. This song uses the word wrestle. So does Wren Collective's song in their, their song My Lighthouse. Um, and I talk about wrestling in episode 10. Our memory verse inspired by this week's song says the one who's in you is greater than the one who's in the world. We've, we've already talked about that. But the beginning of that verse tells, that, tells us that we are from God, and because he is within us, we can overcome spirits that are not from God. And we talk a lot about overcoming in episode 4 when we unpacked Mandisa's song, Overcomer. And finally, this song also talks about being redeemed. And I'm going to dive deeper into that. Because next week I'm going to use Big Daddy Weave's song, Redeemed, as my jumping off point. And I'm not giving you this list so that you're going to go back and listen to all of my podcast episodes. Or to promote particular artists or certain music or anything like that. I'm showing you that the message God gave mercy me to infuse into their lyrics is the same message he is giving other Christian artists. Because all of these truths ultimately come directly from his word. And when you're reading God's word and you're studying it and you're internalizing it, you discover that God is the one who called you his child. You discover that God is the one who gives us examples of wrestling with trials and doubt. You discover that God is the one who tells us that we can overcome. God is the one who reminds us that he lives within us and that he is greater than he that is in the world. Now, I'm glad that you listen to Christian music because it can remind you of what God has said in his word. But it will be so much more powerful and meaningful If you discover these things for yourself, that's why I don't want you to use this podcast as a devotion or a sermon supplement, but as a catalyst to propel you into God's word yourself. He has so much more to say to you than I can say in 20 minutes once a week. And he has so much more to say than the lyrics of a song can cover in five minutes or less. Unless it's Oceans, I guess it's a nine minute song. But will you accept the call? Will you dive into God's word on your own this week? Because when you do... to run freely. just how great you're pumped up you're ready to dive in and then you pull out your five pound study bible and slam it on the desk and you have no idea where to start well this is the third song that we've covered on more than a song that leads us to first john so i have an idea let's read first john that's your challenge for this week Now, you should be able to read 1 John all the way through in one sitting. And so you should be able to read it through several times this week. There are only five chapters. So here's what I suggest. On day 1, sit down and read it all the way through and highlight some verses that stick out to you. You do realize that you can write in your Bible. Take a highlighter, take a pencil, take a pen, underline verses that are popping out at you and underline them and highlight them in your Bible. Then then but but keep reading. Read all the way through 1 John. And then the next day, Take those verses that you highlighted and start meditating on those and just see if some, if God is saying something to you. I've mentioned that you, you could journal. So as you're kind of pondering those verses and you feel like God's saying something to you, write that down. And then the next day, go back and read 1 John all the way through again. And then, then you'll be able to see those, those verses that you meditated on earlier. You'll see them in context. And then the next day, go back and meditate on those verses. Or if God um, highlighted some other verses, meditate on those. And then keep following that pattern throughout the week. So you should be able to read First John all the way through at least three maybe even four times this week, and then have other days where you're not reading as much as you're pondering the verses that are jumping out at you, maybe even doing some word studies that we've talked about if you know how to do that, maybe even um, pulling out a commentary or reading if you've got a study Bible, reading the, the messages below to at the, at the bottom to get a little bit under, greater understanding of what you're reading. So that's your assignment this week, First John. Let's spend some time in that and see what God has to say. Well, that was episode 20. What do you think? I wanted to let you know that I'm going to be joining you in this challenge this week while I'm on vacation. I'm going to be reading with you through the book of 1 John. And... um. I'm gonna be following the pattern that I suggested here on this episode. So I'd love to hear how you're doing while you're in God's word this week. Let me know by using the hashtag more than a song, whether it's on Twitter or Facebook, I'll be able to find it. And let's talk about what you're learning or you can leave a comment on this week's show notes, michellekneesat.com forward slash 69. Before we go, I want to personally thank you for listening with a gift. I don't want you to have any excuses for not having God's word front and center every day. So just log on to my website at michelleneesat.com and subscribe with your name and email address. And I will email you memory verse resources each week to display on your smartphone, tablet, desktop, or to print out and place in the best location for you. It's just a small token of my thanks and hopefully a useful tool for you. And I want to shout out to Lindsay, who I can't tell, But maybe from Texas or Tennessee But is my newest subscriber to my website Welcome And don't miss an episode of my podcast By subscribing in iTunes or Stitcher Radio While you're there Please leave me a written review and a star rating This not only encourages me But it helps me stay visible to new listeners And as always If you take the time to review my podcast I will take the time to personally thank you Right here on the podcast Well, that's it for this episode of More Than a Song. Next week, I really will use Shoulders by For King and Country to jump into God's Word. And if you liked this episode, would you mind sharing it with others? I've made it really easy. With just one click, you can share via Facebook, Twitter, or email. Just head over to michelleknizat.com forward slash 69. While you're there, I'd love to hear from you. Click on comment to join the conversation. Until next time, take time to meditate on God's Word and consider His ways.